This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Karen Gibis, along with Father Brian Christensen. And we are here in Rapid City, South Dakota, broadcasting live at Our Lady Perpetual Help Cathedral. We are so excited for the rest of our interviews, but before we get to that, I want to remind everyone who is listening that the North Dakota March for Life will be aired here, broadcast starting at 12.15 Central, and we'll also have a live stream on our YouTube channel and on our Facebook page here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Bishop, uh, or in Bismarck, the... the uh, I think the excitement there must be very contagious because there's there's always a, a, a good show up up there in Bismarck for for their March for Life. Those that can't go to the March for Life in Washington D.C., uh, which of course EWTN is covering on their um, all their radio stations today. There's also um, events going around the listening area. So if you know of a March for Life or a pro-life event. Today, tomorrow, this weekend, at some point, be sure to go out and participate. But if you can't, you can always fast, you can always pray, and you can always be part of this pro-life movement. Um, one of the things that we did um, was speak with Dr. Stephen Christie this morning, and he has a new book coming out called Speaking for the Unborn, 32nd Pro-Life Rebuttals to Pro-Choice Arguments. That is one thing you should probably invest in so that you can be prepared because it's all around us. Yeah, no, I love his story, you know, just uh, his background. And I think many, many people are similar uh, to uh, to Dr. Christie where they grow up in a in, in a in a, in, a, in, a, in an atmosphere where it's it's assumed pro-choice, right? Right. That's, that's the law of the land. And I think that's the, the problem as St. Thomas Aquinas teaches us, you know, law is you know, um, formative, right? It, the law teaches us things. Yeah. And if we have a law that's been on the books, that's not really... It must really, be right. It must be right. I mean, people presume that, you know, and yeah. so um, arguing from that perspective of the truth, and I think he, he made great uh, comments. If you didn't get to hear him on the early part of the show, you can go back and listen to that. I think it was great great to hear it him and, and get the resources that he, uh, that, he, that he recommends as well. Yeah, I thought it was um, amazing how his background, coming from an atheist background, from an education through, you know, being a doctor, and then went that moment that he, he knew the truth. So that, that was just really inspiring. So you can hear his interview. We will re it is repeated here on the Real Presence Radio Network, as are every Real Presence Live shows, Monday through Friday, are repeated every Saturday throughout the day. So check out the very last uh, Friday show tomorrow. And you can always find the podcasts on realpresenceradio.com. Look for Real Presence Live podcasts. And make sure you share it with someone who's... Uh, on the fence, maybe. I mean, it was a powerful testimony of, of supporting life and understanding that we have an obligation. Yeah, you know, years ago when I was first ordained, uh, you know, we used to have a uh, we used to have a uh, a planned parenthood uh, right 
clinic here in uh, Rapid City. Down I used to go there. pray when I was a yeah, teenager. Yeah, so I, I was, I was, you know, uh, I was talking earlier in the show about being with my mom back yeah. in New York and going to pray the rosary <laughs> in front of Planned Parenthood there in Smithtown on Long Island, and um, with a great group of people. You know, Knights of Columbus are out there, some wonderful men and women that are out there braving the cold to pray for life, and you know, also engage people. Um, you know, it's always great when you get the, uh, you know, the um, honks of support and waves right. of encouragement, uh, but you're also uh, get the, those uh, disapproving gestures. That's a good um, way of putting you know, it. And um, <laughs> you know, my 82-year-old mother, she's like, this person came by and said these things or showed me this particular finger. And I just, <laughs> yeah, that happens. But she's, you know, over the years, she's done this for so, for so long that just being able to stand there peacefully, joyfully yeah. for life, for life and to pray for life. Um, but I remember when they came out here to visit me, uh, I said, okay, it was, uh, they got here on Holy Thursday and then uh, on Good Friday, we had a gathering out there in front of Planned Parenthood. So I took them out. Uh, the next thing you know, my father's got a, a placard in his hands and my mom's, you know, leading part of the rosary, and yeah, they're just joined in the the great pro life group that's here in our local area as well. So, um, that clinic's no longer here. Praise be Jesus Christ. Yes. Um, and uh, we continue to to advance the truth uh, and the the goodness of life at, at every stage, especially the most vulnerable in the womb. Well, I think that the key that you said there was peacefully and joyfully. I mean that that's what's important. We have to remain peaceful and joyful in our support of life, and we can't fall to the temptations of what the anger and the tactics of the evil one or the yeah, you know, Doctor. You know, I asked Doctor uh, Christie about that. You know, just kind of having these conversations mm-hmm. with family members or friends or people, and he talked about, you know, just you know, being peaceful and calm about it. And he's, you know, certainly yeah. brings. He even said, you know, for himself, it still brings up some anxiety and, and nervousness uh, with regard to that. But he said, practice, practice does help, and I, and I'll, I'll say that true. You know, and oftentimes I think for myself, even as a priest, somebody who. Most people will clearly know my stand. You know, clearly. Yeah, um, for life. But they'll bring up something in conversation. And oftentimes, just simply like, hey, could you, instead of having uh, you know, a whole litany of facts and figures and arguments ready to go, which Dr. Christie in his new book provides, which I, you know, again, recommend, it's oftentimes the question, could you, could you tell me why you think that way? Yeah. Oh, and when they spout off one of those bumper sticker kind of things, yeah. it's like, well, why do you, why do you think that's true? You know, and I, I, again, it's kind of, I always say we're going to lead with compassion and, you know, and, under, and seek understanding. I want to understand your view before I respond. Right. Before, and, and it also gives me time to calm down because <laughs> your heart starts to raise and your, your emotions start to go as well when you're talking about these, uh, these, um, you know, these issues, you know, about the, about the pro-life issue and stuff. And, you know, Dr. Christie brought up in his thing when he was, talking with one of his professors that um, that it, you, he could tell that her response wasn't yes. fully scientific. I mean, here's right. a, a, you know, a, a doctor, you know, a, a professor in medical school that's talking about anatomy and human development, uh, and she gets very emotional, emotional about that. And I've had that experience, too, where I've had conversations, and in the midst of it, while you're trying to have a conversation, all of a sudden, you know, no, they'll... Some women will just say, well, I've had an abortion. I'm perfectly fine. 
Right. And I was but like, you know oh, it's not. <laughs> I, no, I'm very sorry for you, and I'll pray for you. No, I don't need your prayers. I was like, okay, well, um, you don't think so, but... I, I feel mean, like you, I'm feel still like, going to pray yeah, for you. you know, and, the, and that, that's happened different times in my life, having these conversations with people where... Um, where their own personal experience and their trauma is deeply painful and hurtful to them. So, And that's so sad. I mean, even that right there is just a, a powerful reminder that we need to pray for those who have experienced the tragedy of abortion in one way or the other. Well, you know, and you know, now we're, uh, you know, we're on the eve of the uh, anniversary of Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, for all these years, since 1974, um, the largest ongoing social justice march uh, continues uh, in Washington, D.C. On the, on the lawn, the Capitol uh, lawn there, and leading up to the Supreme Court. Um, I've had the blessing of being part of the March for Life years ago. Um, and we have some of uh, our uh, local students um, from the University of Mary in Bismarck that are out there uh, on their way to Washington, D.C. I'm not sure where they are, but we have uh, with us uh, Father Dominic Bauck, uh, who is uh, um, uh, one of the chaplains at the University of Mary, who's on a bus or somewhere, I'm not exactly sure, we're going to find out in just a few moments, who's leading a, a crew uh, of students, uh, which is amazing. I mean, I love seeing these signs, Harvard for life, Yale yes. for life, uh, the University of Southern oh, California for life, right. like these students for life from across the nation because they've grown up with the, with the clear yes. science, yes, ultrasounds and, and the understanding of human development in the womb and things that are not, not hidden anymore in a way that they were in the past. Yeah, and I think it's amazing when you get on and you watch the live coverage of the March for Life and you see all of these universities with their colors and you can see them all grouped together and you're like, yes, thank you for such a strong presence. Yeah, no, and it's true. I think, you know, uh, many, many surveys bear it out, you know, uh, that um, the majority of people in America are pro-life, yeah. right? Um, and that is especially true among our younger people who have the the scientific and technological advantages. Right. Hey, we do have on the line uh, Father Dominic Bauck. Good morning or good afternoon. Where? What, how are you doing, Dom, Father Dominic? Good. It's uh, it's eleven thirty, so it's about uh, it's yeah. still morning. Still morning out there on the East Coast. Where are you right now? We're at St. Dominic's Church. We just had a mass with. The University of Mary, Trinity High School, St. Mary's High School, and Bishop Ryan High School. So the schools of the Diocese of Bismarck and the Diocese of Bismarck bus as well. So Wow, fantastic. So uh, when did you start this journey to the March for Life? Uh, we at the University of Mary started Tuesday evening. Uh, the high school started on uh, Monday morning. And, uh, yeah, but it's over 30 hours for the bus drive. And then... Uh, you know, it's it's a long trip, but it's the uh, energy is high, and today's a big day. Today's a big day. So, um, tell me, uh, you know, how many how many kids you got there? How many students are are, are traveling with you? University has two hundred. I think each of the other schools, you know, roughly a little under a hundred. Um, but so, yeah, so you have about three hundred, three hundred kids. 300 youth oh, on yeah. this on this journey. They uh, they made this 30 hour bus drive, and now you just hey, had mass. Better, how many St. Mary's bring? I don't know all the chaplains here. 46 okay. from St. Mary's. 46 from St. Mary's. 40 from St. Mary's. 24 from Bishop Bryan. 24 from Bishop Bryan, and then there's a wow. Dawson bus that looks like about 50. So wow, fantastic crew here. So uh, what's the what's the what's the uh, atmosphere like for uh, your students and where you guys are at right now? 
we, we uh, we're, we're in downtown D.C. We got about a 15 minute walk to the mall, and then the march starts in about an hour and a half. Okay, <laughs> sounds like a lot of excitement going on there. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of, a lot of hats with pom poms on them. <laughs> everyone has, has their own special hat. Nice, nice. Um, so, uh, you, have you done the March for Life before yourself, Father? Yeah, I've, I lived here in D.C. for three years, so I've been to three there, and then I've made three of the long-haul trips as well. So, I don't know, wow. it's always, it's always uh, you see these students, and it's not that glamorous of a trip. You know, it's a lot of, a lot of sacrifice to come on this trip. They pay their own money, and uh, it takes about 60 hours round trip on the bus, so... They just have a couple a couple of days here on the ground. There's some fun stuff, but primarily it's just about you know witnessing the life and how important that is. Yeah, no, fantastic. What do you uh, What are you looking forward to in the next uh, couple hours? You know, I just want, it's fun to see these kids out in you know, the out in the big city, and uh, really they're very excited. You know, they want to make a difference in the in the country, and obviously it's a very important time in our in our country's history with regards to the issue of abortion. And so, just with the with the Christian and Catholic you know, uh, philosophical and theological tradition on the human person it is who better than, you know, our Catholic institutions to represent life in a very unpopular time, uh, for life, but also a time of great optimism with regards to, uh, possibly, you know, who knows. So we're just here wow. to witness to it. What come, what may legally, but you know, on a well, level, yeah. we have a joyful witness to that life. No, praise God. I can hear the joy and the excitement of uh, the folks that you got. You're going to join a couple hundred thousand uh, more uh, on the lawn for joyful uh, celebration uh, of life. So thanks for your leadership. Uh, thanks to your students. Know of our prayers. Uh, enjoy the march, and we'll uh, see you when you get back home. Awesome. Thanks for being patient with me. Our, our master and a couple minutes long, so... Uh, All right. God bless you, Father Dominic Bauck from the University of Mary, leading that charge for the Diocese of uh, Bismarck with some other priests and uh, almost 300 students, uh, high school and uh, college students. What a great testimony to life. We're going to take a break now, and we'll be right back after the break with some uh, great uh, local happenings uh, coming up here in our listening area. We'll see you back after the break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 